Wheat Streak Mosaic Virus Diagnosis Using ELISA Wheat streak mosaic virus affects wheat production across the globe. It is one of a complex of viruses, including triticum mosaic virus and high plains wheat mosaic virus. This complex causes significant yield losses in wheat production. Wheat streak mosaic virus is a single-stranded RNA-positive virus in the Potoviridae family, in the genus Tritomovirus. It is vectored from plant to plant by the Areophyid mite Acaria tosicella. It was first observed in Nebraska in 1922 and has continued to be an issue across much of the Great Plains region. Plants can be infected in the fall or the spring, but symptoms typically begin developing in spring with warming temperatures. Young wheat is most susceptible to infection. Tight curling of the wheat leaf edge indicates the presence of the areophyid mite. Viral infection symptoms develop progressively with light yellow streaky modeling on the new growth occurring first. As the virus progresses, the symptoms become more pronounced. Eventually, the modeling fades and becomes difficult to identify at later stages. Virus-infected plants are stunted and spraddle across the field. To test for the presence of wheat streak mosaic virus, diagnosticians will use a procedure called ELISA, enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay. This assay is designed to confirm the presence of viral antigens in a sample and measure virus titer, the total amount of viral particles present. Antigens are the protein of the capsid coat surrounding the virus. The format used to diagnose wheat streak mosaic virus is a capture assay sandwich. The antigen is captured between two antibodies and detected. First, the 96 well plates are coated with the primary antibody. This is the antibody that will bind to the wells and captures the antigen when it is applied. This antibody is allowed to rest for at least four hours at room temperature to facilitate binding to the wells. Samples gathered from the field are placed inside ELISA sample extraction bags. The heavy-duty plastic and plastic mesh inside facilitate the grinding. General extraction buffer is added to help stabilize the particles against degradation. Samples are ground with a tissue homogenizer to break up cells and release the cell contents, including the virus, into the solution. The sample solution is added to the wells and allowed to rest in 37 degrees Celsius to encourage binding to the antibody. After an hour, the samples are removed and rinsed off repeatedly with phosphate buffer saline with tween, PBST for short. This removes extra material from the wells without disrupting the present antibody-antigen binding reaction. The second antibody is added next, designed to bind the antigen and contains a signal enzyme. Again, the plate is placed in an oven at 37 degrees Celsius to facilitate binding between the antigen and the antibody. Again, the wells are rinsed with PBST to remove any remaining detritus in the wells. The enzyme substrate reporter solution is added. Here, PNP is the molecule being used. It provides the component that will be broken apart by the enzyme present on the second antibody, producing a color result. Because this reaction is light sensitive, it is stored in darkness until readings are made. The plate is placed into a UV vis machine designed to take photometric readings of each individual well and report a value of how heavily colored it is.
Yellow is positive for the virus, and negative readings are clear. The brighter the color, the higher the virus titer, and the more viral particles are present. Here, you can see positive results in these wells, and negative results here. From these readings, a positive diagnosis for the virus presence can be made and followed by subsequent management decisions.